Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out www.nowhearthis.biz. Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there, which is quick and easy. All that's required is an email address. We are coming to you from Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out on the web at www.cbpro, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net. Be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. We are thrilled to be on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Lots of great guests on Now You Hear This Entertainment, or as I've taken to calling it, NHTE. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from New York, my guest is a singer, songwriter, producer, and actor. She has a hearty discography with 11 releases over a 10-year period and is presently producing, writing, arranging, and recording her next album. She has been in Broadway and off-Broadway productions. She is a SAG and AFTRA member with a number of TV and film credits. She has toured through Europe and the Americas, as well as in Japan. You've been hearing a song of hers entitled Burn. It's my pleasure to welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, Christina Godet. Hi, Bruce. (laughs) Hi, Christina. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, before we try to dive into all things Christina Godet, let's have you start off by talking about the song that was just playing, Burn. Oh, sure. Um, Burn was a song uh, on my last album, the Wild Things album. Uh, It was uh, written at a time in my life where um, I had great joy and great love in my life. Um, And it's, it's a song about love that's larger than life. Um, and I think you can relate to it if you're young or you're old. You can dance along to it. Uh, it's a pop rock dance genre song. Um, and it's, um, it's, it was written at a time when you, uh, I thought that um, I had given up on love. Mm. Uh, and then um, all of a sudden you find someone, and I think you can re- anybody can relate to this, or you find something, or you find God. Or you find a mission. Um, it, it's a love that saves you, uh, and it seems to be larger than life. And you'll see a lot of reference to um, the sun and supernova and energy all day long, um, because it not only speaks to that kind of love. Um, it's it, it speaks about the age we're living in, which is amazing, um, and. Um, I I see a spiritual movement happening in the world um, uh, that we're all connected to on this very small planet. Um, And the song, it's it's for the people. It's written for the people. Great, great storytelling there. And and that's why I always love to give the guests an opportunity to speak at, at the beginning of the show about the song that we play, because it's just always wonderful to hear songwriters do exactly that is, is is tell the story. I mean, the song itself, yes, does tell a story, but to hear about 
you know, what what you were experiencing at that time in your life, what your influence was in, in writing the song. It it does make me ask. It it seems like a, a logical question, or, or I should say, like like I can predict the answer rather. But uh, that song. I, I take it you wrote by yourself. Do you do all your songwriting by yourself? Am I wrong? And there was it was a co-write. Do you do all yours as co-writes? What, what's what's your your songwriting approach? Well, I I do do all my songs by myself. Um, I, I don't consider myself to be a great instrumentalist or technically proficient, um, but I do use the guitar and the piano to create the music with. Um, I don't think um, that I am. Um, exquisite enough to bring it to the stage. I have many, many musicians that I work with that are fabulous. But um, I, how my process is I am constantly writing. Uh, I have a lot of sticky notes, a lot of notebooks, <laughs> um, you know, just multiplying little miracles, I call them. I like, um, that. I like that. And, and usually I'll come up with like a melody or then I'll choose a lyrical content Um uh, just different kind of concepts that I feel are relevant. Um, and, you know, I build melodies around them. And um, to be quite honest, I have to tell you, I sleep with an old-fashioned tape recorder. Wow. Because sometimes full melodies and full songs will come to me in the middle of the night while I'm sleeping wow. in a fog. <laughs> and I will record it half asleep. Off key, <laughs> and I wake admire up. your honesty. <laughs> and I really don't know what's on there. Uh, you know, it's quite a wonderful surprise to hear what my subconscious produced for me over the night. Um, and so I have many, many of those cassettes um, and ideas. Um, and I, I work on track ideas with my engineer. Um, uh, and a producer. Um, I'll, I'll write lyric, lyrics and melody on top of um, tracks. Um, I, I mostly do it in my house. Um, I record demos in-house, and I have a, a wonderful Korg Oasis recording studio, and I use GarageBand, and then when we get into the studio, I use uh, uh, Cubase and Pro Tools. Um, so, um, yeah, so I, that's kind of how I do it. Um, it's, it sounds. The, it sounds then like you consider yourself a lyricist first, and 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 the melody is is definitely. Uh, I'll I'll say I'll say the lyrics are the stronger of the two for you. That's what it sounds like you're saying, and that not maybe so much the melody. I think so. Although sometimes in my sleep, I'll have a song come to me um, totally with lyrics and melody. Wow. For instance, one of the ones that I remember was uh, no no. Oh, no, that's not the way it's supposed to happen. No, 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 that's not the way that it's going to be. And that full song with lyrics came into my wow. <laughs> into my subconscious while I was sleeping. Wow. It's incredible. And so the reason that you still use uh, a quote-unquote old-fashioned tape recorder is because you don't know how long of a song is going to pop into your head. And, and if a voice memo app uh, on a smartphone only gives you 60 seconds of recording time, you might run out. Am I correct? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I mentioned in the intro that you've got yet another new album on the way. What details are you able to give out at this point? Say, uh, perhaps when it will be out, how many songs there will be, where it's being recorded, maybe even if there's a particular theme to the album, any of those types of details? Um, well, uh, let's see. 
the quest for sonic greatness. <laughs> uh, I have to say that time is a great friend with that. Um, so with, you know, I've enjoyed many productions. Um, and with this album, I'm taking my time on this next project. You know, there's always that that need in, in an artist to create something, go somewhere they haven't gone or, or create something better. Um, so I've just been working with my uh, engineer and enjoying the process and um, I think mostly opening myself up to what the universe sends me. Um, I just feel in this next album the music needs to move forward in some way and um, it just um, – it's not at a point where um, I can say that I have this and this and this set up, um, but I'm gathering everything. Little miracles, I'm gathering them. Okay, so, um, it's so, not, so it's not like, well, so far I have, uh, say, three songs done, Bruce, but who knows how many more I'll end up with. It's, it's, well, it's, I have five songs that ah. I, I think could go on the album. Okay. Um, but um, through my process, after, you know, it's a long process, after uh, mixing and... Um, I always get outside opinions uh, through my uh, circle uh, mm -hmm. of friends um, just to make sure that I'm staying uh, true and, and that they hear it and they're, they're enjoying it and they think it's a go. Um, so I do like to get as much influ influence as possible before I make a, a final decision. Mm-hmm. Well, on songs. Uh, yeah, and and it's interesting to hear you talk about that. Um, specifically, I'm referring to saying that that you do seek the opinions of others. Uh, a few weeks ago on, on the podcast, um, Danny Brooks was the guest. This was on episode 106, and and Danny has put out. He's a singer songwriter from Texas, and I believe he's done. Uh, I should know this because it was only a few weeks ago, but I think he's done about a dozen CDs. And uh, you know, here's here's a veteran player that. Uh, sat there and said, you know, I, I, I do bounce it off of others because he was, he was telling the youngsters that listen, the up and comers that listen to the show that, Hey, just because you're a certain age or just because you've put out a certain number of recordings doesn't mean that you and you alone are the only one that can decide this is ready. You really do need to get some unbiased third opinions of people that will give you some constructive criticism. And it sounds to me, Christina, like you're saying the exact same thing. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's wonderful to seek out. I'd love to surround myself with musicians or uh, producers or engineers who I think um, are even better than me because I can learn from them. And um, their influence and their comments are priceless. Um, and in, in this day and age um, in the music business to stand out, you've got to be the cream. Um, and then I say that because, you know, cream rises to the top. So um, it's it's just so important to get that uh, feedback from everyone, and not not just mom and dad or sister and brother <laughs> or your best friend. People who have done it, people who have been out there in the trenches, people who have won awards, people who uh, have made their life on this. Those are the kind of people I seek out to uh, give me feedback. Well, yeah, whether because, it's a go or not. Yeah, because the loved ones are only going to tell you what they think you want to hear. It's like I always I always advise real young up-and-comers, you know, say say kids who are uh, getting into singing competitions, get into competitions where there are judges who are actually going to talk to you about 
what you can improve on, not judges who are sponsors who say everybody is great, because eventually you do have to have someone other than mom or dad give an opinion because mom or dad are always going to tell you that you sound great. But but, you know, God bless you for having that attitude, though, Christina, because that that to me tells you that one thing that you are not working with that too many, (laughs) too many artists are is ego, because once ego gets in the way, you don't want anyone else's opinion. You think, well, this is my music and I know how I wrote it and I think it sounds great. So I don't need anyone else's opinion. So it's refreshing to talk to someone like yourself and hear that you're very much open to, to input of others that, as you said, have, you know, been there, done that. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, and, you know, it's 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 important. You try to stay away from the cliches and you try to be commercial, <laughs> but then you try to be true to yourself and write something that's profound, that moves people, uh, uh, that people can relate to. Uh, and there's, so there's so many levels, sub-levels. Um, and uh, uh, if, if you realize that we are all in this together, then you won't have a problem. Nicely said. Nicely said. And I was, I was interested in the point that you made before about well, there's not a certain timeline that I'm working under. These songs will just evolve on their own, and and I'll and I'll trust the timeline, so to speak. We don't. I'm, I'm going to kind of contradict that. You know, kind of a point counterpoint thing here. We don't need to go one by one through them all. But I did mention in the intro about your Hardy discography, having having done 11 releases from 2005 to 2014. And, and that's pretty aggressive, especially given your many other endeavors in the arts. So can you just give some insight into putting out that much music over that period of time, you know, kind of your thought process as you were cranking all that out over that period of time? Uh, I think my thought process is that life is so short, short, Ah. and, um, um, I, there was something in me that was driven, um, and, and I think still is, uh, there's a drive in me, um, that makes me, um, be so aware of my surroundings, uh, and, what's going on in the world. Um, and I just felt the need, the pace of New York City drove me to do it. Um, mm. I felt the need to be in the studio every single weekend. Um, wow. I, I had so much to say and so much to do. Um, and it's, I think it's just that drive that you're born with um, that lends itself to trying to keep producing. Um and that that period in in New York City for me um, was the greatest of building times, um, and it continues to be. Um, it's just a love affair with the music and the joy that it brings me and everyone else around me, because I, it, it involves everyone else. It involves uh, other musicians. It involves venues. It involves producers, agents, managers. I, I create something for everyone um, so they can be a part of it. Outstanding. Um, great, great insight. Great insight. Thank you. Yeah, I, wa- I want to also make sure that I mention that you perform with the Godet Band to the point where there's even a separate website for the band. Uh, a, a bit of irony there, by the way, in that your keyboard player is a graduate of the Grove School of Music, which came up on both episodes 104 and 103 of this show as the guest's on those two episodes, Matt Sherrod and Ned Ginsburg, respectively, both attended that school as well. Uh, anyhow, Christina, tell the listeners more about the Go Day Band. Well, uh, sure. I have two websites. Uh, basically, one is a backup and one is uh, uh, 
for the band. Uh, so I have the Christina Godet website, uh, and then I have the Godet Band website. Um, and it's for listeners out there who are in the business who are trying to be musicpreneurs. Uh, it's funny because one website went down this week uh, mm-hmm. due to a, uh, an unavoidable uh, server th- malfunction that I had nothing to do with. So, but the other one was up, so it was great. Um, now, I keep the Godet Band uh, website for um, the fans mostly because they come out to the shows, um, mm-hmm. and I have lots of videos on there, and we get to do after parties and meet and greets. Um, and um, I, I also have a secret club that you can get the latest releases. If you join my mailing list, mm. um, you'll get special treatment, um, and you become a part of the Godet Club. Uh, and the band uh, website um, is for the circle, the village that surrounds me and lifts me up. And I owe a great deal to all the people in my career who have lifted me up. And so that's a tribute to them Um, and the wonderful musicians who have supported me and played my music and been on stage with me and been in the trenches. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, it's really about them. And I wanted to have a separate site that put them in all their glory. Well, I like the job that you've done, though, describing the the business strategy, if you will, because we do spend a lot of time in this show trying to educate other performers of some of the different business aspects, specifically something like marketing. And so when you are talking about uh, some of these um, incentives, such as an exclusive club, such as after parties, and, and just kind of a, a lot of why the website exists other than the obvious reason a band has to have a website well yes okay we do but here's an, here's a whole lot more insight as to why we have that so i'm i'm uh i would say i'm literally taking my hat off to you but only here in the studio can that be seen you can't see it and the <laughs> listeners can't see it but that is that is uh thank you it's it's helpful insight for the listeners who are up and comers um but but thank you for sharing that that insight because it's always interesting to hear that it is more than just having a website because you have to have a website. So that's that's uh, some very good perspective that that you've just shared uh, above and beyond. Well, my band is con- my band consists of the following people, and this is the instruments they play. And you know, I mean, you're you're free to mention those names and, and instruments, by the way, if you'd like. I just like that you chose to to kind of give um, you know some some a, a business view of the Go Day Band. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, it's 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 important um to me. Uh they're they're intertwined. They're all the both websites are connected to each other. So if you click on one, you get the other. Um uh, um but I'm just so grateful for the fine musicians who have played with me through the years. You know, shout out to John Zyke, uh Nate Stevens, um Eric Johnson, um Scott Thomas Ferreira. Uh, Dave, Khalil, Chanel, and all the wonderful girls who've sung back up with me <laughs> and all the producers who have given me input uh, on, on the site. You'll see a, f- a bunch of them uh, on the site as well. You'll see their pictures and, you, you know, they have links to their sites. Um, um, so it's it's about the community. It's It's about the village. Good stuff. Good stuff. I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from New York is singer, songwriter, producer, and actor Christina Godet. 
visit her official website at www.christinagoday.com. And as I've said on similar episodes, if you need the proper spelling of the guest's last name, just look at the title of this episode on your listening device. Plus, there is lots of social media for her as well. You can find Christina on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And of course, do purchase her music. It's available on her website as well as through iTunes and CD Baby. And do check out www.godayband.com as well for her band's website that she was just talking about. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nhte.net, as in now hear this entertainment, nhte.net. For every episode of this show, we've got the full audio on nhte.net, plus the guest's photo, a link to their website, and quotes from the guest on each show. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nhte.net and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free and it makes it so easy to get the show every week on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or by following on SoundCloud. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nhte.net to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and to follow on Twitter and or Instagram. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you. And please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. I mentioned just one of them, Danny Brooks. As always, many thanks, of course, to those who are not first-time listeners. I very much appreciate your time and your interest and support. We are up to 106 countries where the show has gotten listeners from around the world. Christina, the Grammys happened recently, and and you've got some connections to the Grammys. Fill the listeners in on your ties to that award ceremony. Well, I never thought that I would hear my name in in synonymous with the Grammys, but yes, it did happen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was uh, incredible. I was I, I was submitted as a first round Grammy ballot artist and I was accepted. Uh, the Grammys are very um, careful about uh, accepting work into the submission process. Uh, I think last year they rejected 300 uh, wow. Grammy submissions. I'm not sure, but they listened to everything meticulously uh, and I was accepted. And I even framed the, the <laughs> Grammy submission because I couldn't believe that I was on there with uh, Beck, who actually won for um, Best Rock Album of the Year and Best Album of the Year, uh, with Paul McCartney, Melissa Etheridge, um, Lenny Kravitz, and my name was right there next to them. <laughs> and I was like, this is so <laughs> wonderful. Oh, my God. And um, so I have, through the Grammys, they've changed my life, uh, Bruce. Um, I have met so many world-class artists, mm. talent, uh, producers, engineers, vocalists, musicians, instrumentalists, um, and they have become my Grammy family. And I wake up every day uh, in touch with them, and I find that their presence in my life uh, makes me wake up to a better world. It's wonderful. 
Outstanding. I, I, I wonder, you said that you were submitted. Did you submit it yourself? Did someone else do it? I, I, what I don't want to do is I don't want to paint a picture for the listeners that anybody and everybody can and anybody and everybody should, because I know that, that the Grammy Foundation does not want to be besieged by people who have no business sending their music in. Oh, exactly. Um, I did my homework. I did my research. Yes, I did submit myself, but you have to go through the guidelines of what it takes to be um, a submitted artist, what it takes to be a voting member, which I am. Mm. Um, You have to have, and don't quote me because I'd have to go back and look at what the guidelines are, but I think you have to have had uh, releases, commercial releases uh, that you can prove and send to them uh, as um, they do their due diligence before they accept you as a voting member. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, I I did submit myself uh, and not thinking that I would even be <laughs> accepted. <laughs> when I was accepted, I was like, woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so listeners, please do your homework and please go on the site, Grammy.com or GrammyPro.com, and um, do your due diligence and, and see what it's all about. It's a wonderful organization. Very interesting. And congratulations for sure. That, like you say, that's definitely a, a moment that you frame and a moment that you celebrate. Thank you. Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is a bit of a mechanics bonus. I just wrote a blog called Don't Put All Your Eggs in Facebook's Basket. And so on that note, don't shy away from putting yourself on LinkedIn, but more importantly, manually type your email address onto your profile. Don't rely just on LinkedIn's built-in mechanisms for contact. You want to make yourself as accessible as possible. And that is today's Bruce's bonus. How about that? Helpful? There are a whole bunch of tips just like that over all the prior episodes of this show. To make it easy for the listeners out there who are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers to get the tips in one concise format, there is a Bruce's Bonus Book Volume 1 and a Bruce's Bonus Book Volume 2 for purchase in ebook format, giving you all the tips from episodes 1 to 40 and 41 to 80, respectively. Just go to www.brucesbonusbook.com for online ordering and instant delivery. Uh, you grew up in the French Quarter of New Orleans, and, and there's a very distinct sound, a particular style of music that comes out of there. Even though your music is categorized as pop, rock, and R&B, how much of an influence did the sounds of the French Quarter influence you as you started into music? Oh, I think it it was everything. Uh, I mean, I grew up with the second line bands. I grew up with the Mardi Gras parades. I grew up with um, uh, the funeral processions Um, and then the Cajun influence. And I'm Cajun French, so we're used to dancing to happy music. Um, So that had an enormous effect on me. Um, And I carried that with me that garden of New Orleans, that musical um, gumbo, I carried that with me (laughs) now to this day, all the way to New York, 
when I got to New York, it was uh, it was sort of a melting pot of you know the hard driving rhythms of the city, coupled with that down home New Orleans style, mm. and so. I think those two styles are, you can hear them in my music and that has become my niche. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, Um, nicely said because, you know, what I, what I want to make sure the listeners understand is you can grow up listening to say Cajun style music and be someone that's doing rock or pop or R and B and yet still be influenced by Cajun music, even though that's not the the specific genre that you're doing. and, And that's what, and that's what you just said so eloquently. Absolutely, and you'll hear some French. You'll hear some French in my music. A, 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 a little Cajun girl singing French rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, let's move into your acting world, Christina. First of all, you are a Screen Actors Guild nominating committee member. You were just talking about the being a voting Grammy member. Tell the listeners um, what that means and how you got such a position, Screen Actors Guild nominating committee member. You know, I honestly don't know how I got that position. Mm. I was approached by Screen Actors Guild to be on the nominating committee, and I accepted it with great honor. Wow. Uh, and um, like the Grammys, if you're on a voting uh, committee, uh, not a voting committee, if, you, if you're a voting member of the Grammys, um, you have to listen to everything before you vote. Uh, and the same holds true for Screen Actors Guild. If you're on, uh, If you're on the nominating committee, you have to... Look at everything, all the all the all the actors and their roles and their productions and the series that are nominated. So you have a lot of homework to do. Um, so it's a it's it's a responsibility I take very seriously. Well, uh, listeners, go back and listen to episode seventy eight. If you didn't hear that one, I interviewed uh, Mike E. Winfield, who's a stand up comedian, but uh, he's been starting to do some acting and. Uh, similarly, way back on episode 29, uh, still one of the most popular episodes, uh, Carly Perez, who um, is has really become more of an actress. She had been known as, as a WWE diva uh, back in the day. But um, interesting to hear kind of those perspectives of the entertainment business, especially people that are, are wearing more than one hat, someone like, like Christina. Uh, and, and Christina, you've got quite a list of acting credits here. Here we've been talking all about this new music that's coming out, the song we played at the beginning, et cetera. But you've done everything from Broadway and, and off-Broadway productions to, say, the, the CBS daytime drama One Life to Live to the Spider-Man 2 film that starred Tobey Maguire. I, I think what stands out to me most is the diversity that you've displayed in in being in such a range of projects, not to mention being opportunistic, which is a big part of the equation, you know, seizing the moment, capitalizing on the opportunities that do come your way. Well, yes, thank you. Um, I've, I've, you know, you're in, if, if you're living in New York City, you've got to be a triple threat. You've got to be able to sing. You've got to be able to dance. You've got to be able to act. Um, and that's just the acting business, uh, on Broadway. Um, so, you're living in an environment where if you want to pay your rent, you've got to embrace all of it. And on the flip side, the residual effect is that you can take it into your music. Uh, I can't tell you how much acting has helped me in my music um, because it gets to the core. It gets to the truth. You can't hide. And it's magical. 
Um, so I, I just feel that any young writer out there who is looking to get into the business, the business of show business, um, looking to be an entrepreneur in music, just embrace it all. Um, you can learn so much and you can take it into your music and just fly with it. Um, so yeah, I, I have, I have done a lot of acting, uh, and I, and I truly love it. I truly love it. I think my talents lie more in music, but, um, if somebody wants to put me in another major motion picture, I'll gladly do it <laughs> and, they, and they can like <laughs> my music as well. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by, by a lot of what you're sharing so far here in the show today, because we've had a, we've had a plenty of guests that have been on the show over over the first you know 100 plus episodes that have been from New York but I honestly would say that you are the first one who has really talked about the impact that New York has had on you because I asked about how did you you know what was your thought process putting out so many releases uh, over that span of time that I mentioned and, and you said that being in New York influenced you to to have that kind of a pace and and now you're saying that you know, being in New York, you, you have to wear these three hats. And, and you've, you know, you've kind of looked New York in the face and said, okay, this is what I need to do. Here I come. Be, you know, be ready for me, New York. And, and you've just jumped right in with both feet and, and, and done all three as, as you're discussing now. Oh, yes, exactly. Um, uh, it's contagious. The, the energy here is contagious. Um, and it's the most alive I've felt in my life. Wow. Um, and um, I recommend it to anyone who um, I recommend it New York to anyone. Just come and spend some time here. Um, I love it so much. Uh, and and you know, not to say that I don't love Louisiana. Louisiana is always with me. New Orleans is always with me. Uh, but the thing, the pace, the energy um, that keeps me going here, it's just incredible. And uh, I recommend it to, highly to anyone. But I, I'd like to, I don't want to say put you on the spot, I'd like to ask you to maybe give some words of wisdom, come up with some something inspirational, and if, if you need a moment, um, I can filibuster, but, uh, you know, because you do hear many so many stories about people that do go to New York, and they get so beaten down and so tired and so discouraged that they kind of leave New York with their tail between their legs and, and their head hanging, uh, you know, and they just kind of feel like, you know, boy, this, you know, this was a, a colossal waste of time, you know, insert time period here. Um, do you need me to kill more time, Christine, or do you have some words of inspiration for people so that they don't say, oh, no, I'm not going there. I know X amount of people that went there and, you know, New York was no good to them. Wow. Um, well, I guess, I guess what I would say is that, um, it, it, it's about enjoying the process. Um, it's, 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 you know, um, I, I, I say, don't give up no matter what, never give up, follow your dreams, uh, because they do come true and they come in little steps, little steps. Don't be overwhelmed by the city. Uh, it has, um, its way of giving back. Mm. Um, and it can, it can lift you up. It can lift you up if you hang in there and you stay with it. It can really lift you up in life, uh, and it'll give back to you. So don't give up. I like it. Come I here. Like it. Don't give up. I like it. It's a good answer, and thank you because I know that I did 
I know that I did put you on the spot a little bit there. I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from New York is singer, songwriter, producer, and actor Christina Godet. Visit her official website at www.christinagodet.com. As I said before, if you need the proper spelling of her last name, or perhaps you're just not in a position to write it down right now, you're out uh, walking for fitness, or you're driving, or Uh, maybe even sitting on the beach, just look at the title of this episode on your listening device and then go visit her official website. And she does have lots of social media as well. You can find Christina on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And of course, do purchase her music. It's available on her website as well as through iTunes and CD Baby. And check out www.godayband.com as well for her band's website. Be sure that you are also checking out www.nhte.net, as in now hear this entertainment, nhte.net. As I mentioned before, for every episode of this show on nhte.net, we've got the full audio plus the guest's photo, a link to their website, and quotes from the guest on each show. Sign up for the e-newsletter while you're at nhte.net, and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free and makes it very easy to get the show every week on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or by following on SoundCloud. Use the social media buttons on nhte.net to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and to follow on Twitter and or Instagram. Again, if you are a new listener to the show, thank you very much, and please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests Along the way so far, I mentioned just a few of them, Carly Perez, Mike Winfield, Danny Brooks. As always, many thanks, of course, to those who are not first-time listeners. I'm truly grateful for the time and the interest and support that you have for the show. Christina, let's just get back to your new project. I I apologize. I just want to backtrack here a minute. I mentioned in the intro, producing and arranging in addition, in addition to writing and recording this, this new project. With all the connections that you seem to have, I'm curious as to why you've chosen to take on so much of it yourself, uh, producing, arranging, writing, recording? Oh, it's it's very simple. I enjoy it. <laughs> I just love it. I could do it 24-7. Um, now, don't be confused with the fact that I do seek outside help, and I will probably be collaborating with other Grammy members. Mm. Um, but... Um, it's how I live my life um, day to day. I'm up at 4 a.m. because a song came in my head <laughs> or I'm jotting something down as I'm going down in the subway. So mm. um, for me, I just enjoy it so much. I've spent 10 years in the studio. Um, I hang on everything, every word people say. Like, for instance, everything you say, Bruce, can be used in a song. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, and, and and I honor the God force that throws the universe that gives that to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's how I've chosen to live my life. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I'm going to make a point that I've made on this show before, Christina, but I want to do it in the context of seeing if you agree or disagree, and then most importantly, why. Uh, I always encourage the up-and-comers to not be in a rush to start a band because you have to deal with multiple schedules, you have to deal with egos, you have to split the money, in in addition to other concerns. So I always say, be a solo act while you, being a solo act while you build yourself up isn't so bad. 
And, and, and I'm looking for your thoughts on that, Christina. Do you agree or disagree and, and, and why? Well, yes, I agree that that could be a uh, way to travel um, as a solo artist and then gather uh, other band members around you. My feeling about bands is this. There are two types of bands. The Brotherhood, where you share everything and you share all the contractual agreements and all of the um, workload. Then there's the other kind of band, which I have, which is a singer-songwriter presents music to certain people that she is asked to join her band under contract, um, and then you hire that band to be with you, which I have done. Uh, my... Uh, Band members are under work for higher contract with me. Um, so uh, there's two different ways to go on that. So here I am a solo artist, but I've hired a band. Um, so there's there's multiple ways to, of going, Bruce, with that. Um, you could just play solo if you wanted to um, and then uh, start uh, opening for other acts, um, meeting other people, and then maybe other people want to join you. Uh, and then, and you want to collaborate. So there's multiple ways of doing it. Okay, very good advice. I, I just uh, you're you're a fountain of information. This episode is is very very educational, and I uh, I do this show for the listeners who are up and comers that that want to learn from people like yourself that are having success in the business. And of course, I do it uh, for fans of the guests that appear. So thank you for, for all the, all the wisdom that, that you've lent to this particular episode. Uh, we do like to have fun though. Now and then, um, Christina, there's a, a question that I pull out every, every so often for the guest. It, it, it goes something like this. And in your case, I would say, Christina, you are a singer, songwriter, producer, and actor. Put those in the order of what you consider yourself to be first, what you consider yourself as second, and then third and fourth. So singer, songwriter, producer, and actor. I think in that order. Singer, songwriter, producer, actor. Wow. I think that's why I put them in that order. That was almost too easy. (laughs) 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 I I think the first time I asked that question, uh, and and boy, it's kind uh, kind of bizarre how this is just right on the tip of my tongue, but I know that um, that when C.J. Watson was the guest, uh, I want to say that was episode 41, I asked him, and he kind of hemmed and hawed, and then he said, well, I'm going to tell you my answer. He said, but if you ask me tomorrow or next week, I may, I may change the order of these. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, I, I've been singing since I was eight years old. Wow. I've been per- performing since I was a child, um, and it's, it's always been the singular, uh, most uh, number one thing in my life. Um, so I would put singer first. Yes. And you've been, you've been songwriting for how long? Oh, I've been songwriting since, I want to say, uh, since my influences, uh, here in New York, later part of the eighties into the early part of the nineties. Okay. That's a, that's a pretty significant amount of time. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we're going to close today with a song of yours called Wild Things. Before we let you go, Christina, if you would, please tell the listeners all about this song. Well, uh, Wild Things, um, the whole album's production concept 
um, you know, I, I've been concerned about what's going on in the planet, uh, and it, it troubles me deeply. Um, so I just felt a need and an urgency with this album to write about um, our humanity. Um, and um, I just, with the wild things, it, it, it's a statement of, yes, we're all wild things, animals, plants, um, and that um, realization that we're very fragile, and if we don't find a way to coexist on the planet with each other, humankind as we know it will no longer exist. <laughs> so I am, yes, it's, it's um, uh, courageous to open the dialogue, but why not? Let's try it. It's fun. Let's open up a dialogue. Uh, so you'll see, you'll see the Wild Thing song um, uh, as well as the Worldwide uh, Love song. It's, it's about embracing our humanity um being fearless and coming forward to an open heart um and um let's let's save our humanity it's basically what it's saying um and it's also fun the song is very fun uh when i wrote it um i remember my um assistant was in the other room she was working and we had just finished mixing the song and uh i wasn't sure about it but i heard her little voice from the other room go yeah <laughs> i was like okay we've got something here <laughs> we've got something here we this was this was uh, a sign from the universe that this was uh, a good song outstanding yeah. well uh i was just cheating listeners while christina was talking I, I was listening but i was able to multitask the cj watson interview was episode 41 uh if you want to hear him um, with that remark that i made although christina has been very insightful and, and cj was on that episode he's a singer songwriter in nashville that's uh, written about 7,000 songs. Um, so if you want to learn even further than, than Christina's already been able to do for you, I'm sure on this one, go back and listen to that one. I, you know, when, when I received these songs from the guests, I saw Wild Things as the title of Christina's song. And I learned a lesson the hard way that you need to listen to the songs before you go into the interview because on episode 31, <laughs> Steve Cherubino was the guest and uh, he's n known as the podfather here in Tampa because of uh, how long he's been podcasting, but uh, he interviews EDM producers, uh, electronic dance music. And so he does a little bit of it on his computer himself. And he sent me his songs and I didn't listen to them. And I did what I just did with you, Christina. And I said, tell us all about this song. And he basically just remixed <laughs> someone else's song. So it wasn't even his. So when I saw Wild oh, Things no. come in, I thought, hmm, I better listen to that song and make sure that it's not Wild Thing. You make my heart oh. sing. <laughs> I thought, okay, no. I'm safe. I'm safe. <laughs> That's not what it is. No, it's not. <laughs> not to mention that. That, that I believe that song is just called Wild Thing, and yours is called Wild Things. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. <laughs> well, Christina, thank you so much. I've really enjoyed the conversation. Uh, very, very insightful. I've probably used that word um, far too many times on this episode, but it's only because it's an accurate representation of, of the great knowledge that you've shared. So thank you for making this time and, and for being so helpful to the up-and-comers who do listen. Oh, thank you so much. It's so great to connect. It's been fun. Great. Well, listeners, that will do it. 
For this week's episode of Now Hear This Entertainment, my sincere thanks to singer, songwriter, producer, actor, Christina Godet. Do visit her website at www.christinagodet.com and engage with her on social media. So that means like her Facebook page, follow her on Twitter, and subscribe to her YouTube channel, and then watch and like the videos that she has on there. And of course, do purchase her music. It's available on her website or on iTunes or CD Baby. Tell her that you heard her and her music on Now Hear This Entertainment, and keep up with her online so you can get updates on her upcoming new release. And again, her band's website is www.godayband.com. Don't forget to visit www.nhte.net and sign up for the email newsletter there by simply putting in your email address. And of course, please do subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about it. Give us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio too, hopefully accompanied by a five-star rating that really does help the show a lot. If you are listening on SoundCloud, remember that you can like and share, they call it repost episodes there, and you can also follow on SoundCloud, which is like subscribing. Let's get your feedback on the show too. Post your comments or questions on the Now Hear This Facebook page. There are links to it and Twitter and even the Now Hear This official YouTube channel on nhte.net. Plus, there's a link there to this show on Instagram. Or send us an email. The email address is on the contact page of nhte.net. We have been recording this show at the great facilities at Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out online on their website at www.cbpro.net. That's CB as in Crystal Blue. Thanks for listening. We'll send you out today with another song by Christina Godet. This is the one she just talked about. It's called Wild Things. (laughs) 